For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. This is John Parrott, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. Uh, If you're new to the show, I'll ask our guests one question each day. Um, There may be some sub-questions or follow-up questions to that, but basically focus on one question. Uh, We want to keep this kind of a short, concise podcast. So today we've got Matthew Eichard. It is Eichard, right? Eichard, Eichard, Eichard. I mean, I've heard it a thousand different ways. Which way do you prefer? I guess Eichard, because that's the way my dad always said it. Just quick, short, neat. Eichard. If your dad's saying (laughs) it, we need to to stick to that. Um, And why don't you tell us where you're from? what you're doing right now, a little bit about your family, and then we'll jump into the first question. Sure, I'll be glad to, John. Um, well, I was born in North Carolina and uh, grew up mostly in South Carolina. And really, I've lived almost all of my life kind of in the Blue Ridge, Appalachian Mountain part rough, of the country. Rough life. Yeah, okay. yeah, rough, rough life. Every time I move away from it or stay away from it, I miss it desperately. Um, so I uh, ended up uh, going to Virginia for a year after college, and then uh, seminary in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I met my wife, Rachel, and we've been married now seven years. Uh, we both graduated together um, in 2012, and uh, kind of in the midst of that final year of seminary, um, some doors closed on us there in Charlotte, and uh, ended, up, ended up opening for us in Clemson, South Carolina. And, uh, so I accepted a call to become the, at that point, assistant pastor of youth and families at Clemson Presbyterian Church, and uh, and recently been kind of transitioned into an associate pastor role, uh, but still primarily focused on the youth and families. So okay. still yeah. still Rachel and myself, no no children, but uh, we kind of joke that we have a hundred kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know that goes for yeah. sure. So, Associate Pastor of Youth and Families, that's your official title. Mm-hmm, that's okay. right. It's always hard getting these titles. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, look, thanks for coming on the show uh, today. Our question today for you is, what's the best thing you've done in youth ministry? Something that's working well. It could be a few things that you've done. It could be you know, a Bible study you've done, retreats, whatever. Um, what you got? Yeah. Um, I guess as I answer that question, I've kind of been thinking through... You know, what, what do you do well? What do you not do well? Um, for me, I think it's more of a category than a specific answer. Um, when I was younger, like I, just the way I'm wired by personality, I'm like a nuts and bolts guy. So like, just kind of give me what I need to know and then I'll go and do it and yada, 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 yada. Um, but what I've been noticing and learning in the time that I've, you know, I think grown personally as a believer and, and serve as a pastor is there's just a real beauty in, in sort of living life together as God's people. And so I think for us in, in Clemson, and just for me personally, is you know sort of this aspect of, of just fostering good time together for our people, for our students, um, whether it's with you know, our volunteer leaders or our staff or even with their parents, of just finding time where we can just live 
Um, and just, truly be the body of Christ. Is that yeah, what you absolutely. And, um, you know, I think like a lot of people, when I was finishing up seminary, you just kind of become like ready to move out into the masses and like disseminate information. <laughs> and you forget that there's actually a real beauty and a rhythm to, you know, eating and, and laughing and, and living. And, and in the midst of that relationship, speaking truth and encouraging and rebuking and correcting and being rebuked and corrected. Um, so more practically for us, uh, that looks like um, really trying to be intentional about giving our students good time together. Um, so, you know, Wednesday nights for us are, are kind of one of the hubs that we meet around in Clemson. Um, our students typically are, are involved with, you know, multiple extracurricular activities. There's just a lot of different uh, demands on their time, and that's true of, you know, families with additional children. And, but um, one of the things that we've tried to do is use that as our small group time. And when I inherited that, when I came to Clemson Prez, um, there had been kind of a group of moms that were leading a meal portion. And, you know, I kind of looked into that, and it was pretty inefficient, and there were just, you know, not really a lot of people wanting to volunteer. So I think in my, in my youth and my desire for just efficiency, it's like, well, just don't worry about the meal part. And I had some very wise elders come to me, and not really in a, in a you know, you need to make this right sort of way, but just to, I think, help me to consider the body of Christ a little bit better. And they said, hey, we're going to put that back in the budget, so you just do what you need to do to make that happen. Mm. And we brought that back, and there's just, there is a really beautiful thing about watching students, middle schoolers and high school students, you know, walk into the room out of a, a pretty full schedule, and, you know, like all of us struggling with identity and there is something just kind of magical about hopping in, you know, grabbing something to eat and just laughing and running and flipping bottles and, <laughs> you know, just living life together. Yeah. And we found that that, I mean, it, it just, it leads to a richness in our, in our time of worship together and in our conversation. It's just not possible without some, some invested time. Yeah. That's, that's good. I mean, that, that does... You think of the significance of meals in Scripture, and, and you know I know there's a point of that, and there's been books uh, written on that. Um, but that's interesting to just to show that highlights us being a family, right? And there's that intimacy that takes place when you sit down and you share a meal together, and it is somewhat of a, a respite, like you said, in the midst of their busy schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Any other things you do to have this this quality time or to foster that? Anything programmatically or? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, retreats for us are always a highlight. They're always something that we're looking to invest in time and energy and planning and executing. Um, so, you know, we do two retreats a year with our high schoolers that are three days long, really Friday afternoon, well, I guess two days, Friday afternoon and Sunday evening. And, you know, we do our, a similar retreat with our middle schoolers. And, you know, I find that in the time that, that I can just be present in the lives of those students and, 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 you know, for them to be present in my life as well, there's just a, a different, like our relationships just take on a, a different level mm-hmm. in that time together mm-hmm. um, where we can just gather around the table and um, where we can, you know, play goofy games and stay up way too late. And um, <laughs> there's just a, a really marvelous aspect to all of that. And I think what's interesting, coming away from that, is that the students rarely remember um, the specifics of like, you know, 
I remember you taught this two years ago on that retreat, but, but they do remember, I think, you know, I was loved well, um, I was cared for, I was provided for, and, and my heart and life were changed as the means of grace, you know, as, as scripture went forth, as fellowship, you know, went forth, um, yeah, so those are always some highlights for us. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good, and it's interesting how many, as I've sat down and talked to other youth workers, um, it seems like it goes back to those those shared moments and those shared memories that are highly significant that we know without a doubt that we need you know the, the teaching of God's word in, in formal settings, Sunday school, um, small group settings, one on one settings. Um, but the Lord also uses the times when you're just together as a group, and sometimes you can think nothing's happening here. You know what what what's the Lord accomplishing <laughs> through this? You know, insignificant, seemingly insignificant time with the seventh grader. But, but the Lord uses that right. um, for sure. And like you said, retreats often foster that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. You, you got anything else, Matt? The only other thing I would share is, you know, from a, just because I don't think this way, but the longer I, I've been doing this, the more I do. We have a very unique job in youth ministry. I mean, it's not, it's not your typical nine to five. It's not, you know, this set number of tasks today. I mean, my to-do list is just a mess of trying to accomplish what I didn't, where I thought I was going and didn't end up going. Absolutely. And so I I found a real just benefit in looking for any and every way that I can actually include students mm. in what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, if I'm needing to take a run to Walmart to grab some things for like our large group meeting, like just saying, hey, you know, Johnny, Billy, are you available? Are you, can, you, can you come with me? Um, you know, kind of an example of that, we used uh, we used up our old basketball goal, just used it up. And so one of the first days of summer this year, I just got a couple of middle school boys and we ran around, you know, the local town, all the sporting goods stores, looking at the options. And, um, and that just, that was the highlight of their year together yeah. in youth ministry. And their, their mothers communicated that back to me. And I think it was just, you know, trying to make small decisions to live life alongside students. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to actually enriching the relationship, I think it also it strengthens your word ministry mm-hmm. because it lets you look into their lives in a way that you just don't see them when they're in a Sunday morning worship service or wow. even when they're you know in the cafeteria with their friends at school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's 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 excellent, especially with kind of middle school students. Sometimes it can be hard if you're just gonna you know grab a cup of coffee with a middle schooler and yeah. sit down. The conversation might not be <laughs> all that stimulating, but when you can kind of combine it with an activity going, like you said, to Walmart, looking for a basketball goal. There's something about just, you know, you're not sitting there face-to-face. You're riding in the car with them. You're walking down the aisles of just, you know, a grocery store, um, whatever, um, where conversation can kind of just, you know, come out a little more naturally. Um, Absolutely. And I think that's, yeah, that's that's excellent. Um, anything else to add to that? I, could, I mean, really, I could keep going all day, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. You fill yeah. up our time slot. So I just good. think uh, looking at, at time together is vital for the benefit of God's people. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. Thanks, Matt. Oh, you're very welcome.